sons of Scotland. I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundreds. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You have come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What would you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight against that? No, we will run and we will live. Aye, fight and you may die. Run and you'll live, at least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Welcome listeners to the Father-Son Entertainment Talk. My name is Ryan Campbell. And my name is Matthew Campbell. Welcome back, listeners. Wow, it's been a long break. Um, we apologize. It's uh, We sincerely do. Yeah, it's been a busy summer, busy spring. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we were with our listeners, we were talking about the play that you were in. Is that right, Bob? The last episode we did was The Wise in Our Lives. And I actually checked the date on that. It was May 14th. So okay, so it was after the play. Yeah. So we haven't done a podcast episode in three months, so it's fantastic to be back here in the studio recording episodes again. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think we're going to start off today's episode, as you heard in our intro, we are going to be talking about Braveheart today. It's my favorite movie. We previewed that on our last episode. But today we're going to kick off this discussion here with just some background on what's been going on in our lives. So Matthew, why don't you start off? How have the last few months been for you? What have you been up to? Well, I've been very, very busy over the course of the summer. I've had a lot of fun. Um, In the beginning of the summer, our family went on vacation to Florida, which was fantastic. I loved it. I've also been working. I got a job at a camp called Camp Sankinac. It's really, really fun place. And You're a counselor, right? Yeah, I was a counselor, and I loved working there, loved working with the kids. It was very exhausting, but it was good. What did you enjoy the most about camp and being a counselor? I think that definitely, overall, being around the kids was both fulfilling and exhausting in the same breath. So I think that probably just being around them in general, I think my favorite part about being with the kids was being in the pool with them at St. Connect. They have a pool and the counselors get to swim with the campers. And one of the campers' favorite things to do was have me just dunk them into the pool, (laughs) just have me pick them up and throw them into the pool. And it actually brought back a memory when you used to throw me like up in the air and into the pool so did you ever i can't remember i know i did this with ash but where i would go underwater and you would stand on my shoulders and then throw you as i stood up did we ever do that yeah i think we did i remember that i didn't do that with the kids but yeah that would have been a little uh too dangerous (laughs) yeah there was actually a funny story about the kids one of the kids he was one of the smallest kids that i be throwing around consistently and his favorite thing to do is, as he was like in the air, he would just shout "Oopla" as he hit the water. <laughs> what did, do you know what that meant? I have no clue what that meant, but it was just hilarious just to hear this little five-year-old kid go "Oopla" as he hit the water. <laughs> That's great. 
And uh, I'm assuming there was time to share the gospel with these kids? Yeah, we had Bible time for about 20 minutes each day. All right, so what did you do over the summer? You know what I did. (laughs) Our listeners probably know what I did too. I worked because I don't get summers off. But yeah, it was a good summer, a bunch of trips. I was in Austin, Texas for a while. I got to ride around the city on an electronic bike, or I guess they're called e-bikes. And never did that before, and I was a little taken aback. I thought e-bikes typically had like a throttle that you just turned and kind of went, but this was different. This is when you pedaled, there was a, mo- a motor in the back that kind of helped you get up hills and just yeah. helped you along. It was a lot of fun. I got to ride around on the scooter in Austin as well. They have these electronic scooters that you just use your phone and the app and you plug it in and you basically just go around the city. And yeah. In Austin, there's a lot of streets with bike paths right on on the side of the street. So that was a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time in Bellevue, Washington, where my company is, and spent a lot of time with my peers and new boss and just a lot of travel time. And then when I'm home, I try to spend as much time with you guys as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. You were definitely missed over during the time that you were on your work trips i know that like obviously like you work from home and it's not quite the same when you're not there despite the fact that we don't see you all all day because you're obviously working but it's still not the same not having your presence in the house so you are missed well i don't come out of the office when i'm done and have dinner with you guys and then hang out afterwards i'm not here at all so i can understand Well, you ready to start talking about Braveheart? Absolutely. All right. Well, I want to start by just sharing that there are definitely going to be spoilers. I think a very, very large majority, if not all of our listeners, have probably seen this movie before. And so if you haven't seen this movie and would like to see it without hearing spoilers, I recommend that you stop the podcast right now. Go watch this movie because it is by far the best movie of all time. Go watch it and then come back and listen as we talk about our high points and what we really enjoyed about it. Yeah. So I know there's a lot of, of quotes in this movie, bub, that I've used in the past. So you finally got to experience them in context, in context with what was going on in the movie. Let, let's just talk a little bit and go through some of the early goings because we find William Wallace loses his dad and his uncle comes and gets him and teaches him, But then he grows up and he, sees the girl that he knew when he was little and they end up getting married. And then the, the pivotal scene where I remember she dies and I remember what you said. You just said, what? He killed her. (laughs) We're not talking. Wallace didn't kill her. The reason why she got killed is because, and this is actually the whole reason why a lot of, a lot of the storyline progresses is because the English had taken over Scotland and were trying and the king of England was trying to get his lords to move into Scotland to kind of expand his influence further. And the way that he did that was by what do they call it? Premier Lochte, I think is the yeah. the English term, but it basically allowed the British lords to sleep with a newlywed. So the the woman who was just married would be required to go into the bed of a British lord before being with their husband and so sure enough sick wallace uh, yeah very sick 
Um, William Wallace and his new wife were being, trying to be very secretive, and then the British found out, and that's when it turned out that she was killed. And and this is like first 30, 35 minutes of the movie, and yeah. I think you were just blown away that they killed her? <laughs> I know, and it was in such a sad way, too. But that was very important in a lot of senses for the rest of the for the whole rest of the movie because that pushed Wallace to the breaking point kind of he just snapped he needed his revenge and he was going to do whatever it took to get that revenge on the king and by the way this this movie was not factual in any regard William Wallace was a real person Hmm. but his life did not play out like the movie depicted it was pretty different and you and I maybe one day can go back and read up about William Wallace and see what his history was like. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds like a good idea. Compare fact with historical fiction. Right. And that historical, kind of historical fiction still was phenomenal. Yeah. And they did a really good job with it. All right. So then we do get at some point right after the first big battle to the famous quote, that'll wake you up in the morning, boy. Yeah. And a little context here. So anytime... I would eat something spicy. I would always say in front of the family, that'll wake you up in the morning, boy. (laughs) And context for that quote was from the father of William Wallace's best friend got shot with an arrow in his arm. And after the battle, his son and his son's friend were like prepping his dad to pull the arrow out. And they did not have modern medicine back then. So their method of, kind of attempting to numb the pain was it was unique yeah it was giving him a lot of alcohol and pouring alcohol on the wound and then Searing at some point <laughs> some point the dad was like just pull it out boy and amish the son who's this enormous guy was about to pull it out and he was looked over at his buddy and he was like no you pull it out <laughs> and so his buddy pulled it out and then they burn, singe the, the wound, and the dad stands up. Now, this guy is probably like, at this point, he's like in his 50s or late 40s, but back then he, he looked old for sure. But he punches the, the buddy uh, of the son, and then he says, that'll wake you up in the morning, boy. And so that's the context of, of that quote. Funny scene. Um, probably the funniest scene, I think, in the whole movie. And... It was at that moment that it all came together for me because <laughs> I because dad, you always said that like all the time. And I was always like, what's that from? And you're like Braveheart. And I was like, oh, OK, I don't know what that means at all. So now I know. Yeah, now you have the context. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. So we won't go and spoil anything else within the movie, but a lot of fighting, a lot of just really great character development and plot lines. Yeah. Let's talk about characters bub because i loved mel gibson and and how he played william wallace i thought he was brilliant and he did a really 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 good job yeah and i loved amish as well amish is his best friend he had like three or four people right around him that were like super close and Mm -hmm. really helped him along but i think i know who your favorite character is i'll let you share with our listeners well i think that one of my favorite characters would definitely have to be the crazy irish guy yeah I don't know if he was 100% my favorite, but he's definitely on the top of, like, he's definitely near the top of the list. Same. Yeah, I loved when he got to camp and he's acting all crazy. And I think Amish's dad was like, insane Irish. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he was just, 
walking around like being all goofy and eating the stew that they had but then sure enough he ends up saving wallace's life like one scene later yeah and i think he actually saved it like multiple times yeah he was and he was such a suspicious character at the like at the start when you first meet him like you almost like feel like okay he's gonna betray them at some point and then he ends up saving wallace from a betrayal like like one scene later which i think is such a i think that's a hilarious ironic turn of events yeah i also remember when he was right in the beginning when he met everybody he was like if i fight for you will i get to kill englishmen yeah and wallace was like that's right irishman if you fight for me you get to kill englishmen and he starts laughing he's like ah, ah, i've come to the right place then <laughs> <laughs> i remember that such a great uh, scene. Do you know who played that guy in I the movie? No idea. No idea. Well, whoever it was, he was actually he was really he was a really good actor. Very good. The other character who was also famous and a real person was Robert the Bruce. So Robert mm-hmm. the Bruce was vying to be king of Scotland, and his, basically his dad was influencing everything that was going on with the king. Yeah, and he ends up deceiving Wallace, and you know you'll get to see that if you watch it again or if you watch it for the first time but so basically William Wallace and Robert the Bruce and I think the King of England Edward the Longshanks was also a actual historical character yeah I'm not I'm I don't know but he was probably the most vicious evil king that I've ever heard of yeah yeah he was bad yeah so what else anything else that you liked about the movie I think the ending, the ending flat out gave me chills. I know, me too. It does every time. And I even like tear up during that ending scene. So let's, for those that haven't watched, let's not give away the ending scene, but just know that it's gripping and emotional and they just did a fantastic job with it. Yeah. They did a fantastic job all throughout. There were so many like incredible breathtaking scenes. It was painful to watch at times. But it was it was such a well made movie, such great acting, a great storyline, and I I absolutely loved it. Yeah, there's two other movies, Bob, and I think we might have talked about this already. But back in the late '90s, early 2000s, that I want to make sure that we watch together and talk about. One is with Mel Gibson. It's The Patriot. It's about a family in the U.S. fighting, and he's the dad of the family, and he ends up goes going off and fighting in the Revolutionary War. Fantastic movie as well. And then Gladiator, which is a little more gruesome and gory, but also an unbelievable movie about what it was like back in the olden days in Rome when people were, would go into a coliseum and, and fight against other human beings. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that that's probably going to be the most gory out of the three out of those three movies because I've studied and read up about Roman times, and it was brutal, yeah. very, very, very brutal. Yep, for sure. All right. Well, I know we have other topics as well that we'd love to just talk to the listeners about, and we're going to give it a shot. Now, mind you, we did try to change things up last time when we did the wise in our lives. And I think that was a lot of fun. And I think we'll likely do that for every episode where we just talk about what's going on in our life and in our faith. So, Bob, before we wrap up on Braveheart, I just wanted to ask you, because I know you mentioned you saw some correlation, some biblical correlation in a couple of the scenes. And I'm just going to forewarn and caution everybody that this is a severe spoiler alert. Very severe spoiler alert. Especially if those 
of you have not seen it, you're going to get to hear about what happens at the end, which we mentioned we were not going to talk about earlier, but I know Matthew called out these biblical references. So please stop. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, Matthew from here, what were the biblical references that you caught on in the movie? All right. Well, I caught quite a few, actually. A couple that really stuck out to me were during Wallace's death scene. He was on a torture rack being tortured by the English. And I, something that I noticed was that the torture rack was shaped like a cross. And I'm not saying that Wallace like represents Jesus in any way, shape, or form. Like I'm not saying he's anything to the equivalent of Jesus, but I noticed that like Jesus was tortured horrifically and died and died for our spiritual freedom. Wallace was being tortured and died for the freedom of the Scottish. So that's two things. And something Jesus cried out. Um, some like his final words on the cross were "It is finished." He cried that out, and Wallace cried out his final words, which was "Freedom." And I feel like both of those, in a way, Jesus saying it is finished was basically saying, now people can finally have freedom from sin and death. And Wallace is saying, Wallace obviously isn't saying the Scottish are free now, but his final words were what he had been saying his entire life, which is freedom. What his desire was. Yeah, what his desire was, which is freedom. Yeah, that's good. I like it. All right. Well, we're thinking about another topic. We're definitely going to introduce every episode with just some back and forth talking about how things are going with our lives, with our faith. Uh, We want to talk about a couple of other movies that I think we referenced in previous episodes, The Patriot and Gladiator. Uh, We also are considering doing a mythology series. So if there's any Greek mythology fans out there, I think you'll really enjoy as we talk about different stories and maybe different Greek characters. Uh, Matthew is a whiz when it comes to this stuff. I actually really enjoy Greek mythology, and I took a couple classes in high school and college, but Matthew already by far knows way more than I do. <laughs> so yeah, we'll uh, we'll consider doing that here in the next episode or two. Anything else, Bub, that you want to close out with? Yeah, there's actually something on the Greek mythology bit. Even if you're not like a big, big fan of Greek mythology, and even if you don't know a lot about it, it it'll be a very, very interesting couple episodes that we're going to be doing on it, because Greek mythology has a lot of very, very interesting things in it. And I'm not going to obviously dive super deep into it now, but I think that definitely it's very, it's very entertaining regardless of, regardless of how little you know about it. Yeah. Not a whole lot of biblical references or biblical correlations between Greek mythology no, <laughs> no, no, no. and the Bible. But um, regardless, to your point, some pretty entertaining stories. And yeah. I think back to the Odyssey and the Iliad and the Battle of Troy, and a lot of people know about the Trojan War and everything. We'll talk about that, but we'll also talk about some of the maybe lesser-known stories as well. Yeah, which I'm very excited about. My name is Ryan Campbell. And my name is Matthew Campbell. Thanks for listening.